The arguments you're about to hear are your own. However, the two idiots having them are just a couple of best friends whose opinions on everything are determined at the flip of a coin. They are mercenaries of the modern day, asinine advocates of the causes to which they have just been assigned. They may not be right, but they are totally, always, 100% completely sure. They are Connor Hughes and Graham Ganahl, and this is Cell Swords. <laughs> Swords. Why am I Bill Cipher? Hey, Swords. <laughs> hey, Swords. I've recently gotten into poetry. Upon seeing the title of the book that I'm reading, one of my friends scoffed and called it a horrible excuse for art, citing the classics as true poetry. This seems rather rude. After all, isn't art supposed to be about the meaning and expression rather than strict formalities like grammar? And that's from Milk and Honey in Milwaukee. Well, Milk and Honey. Well, Milk and Honey. You've... Well, I'd, I'd say you've come to the right place, but I shouldn't be the one saying that. Rather, it should be you. Well, cause... Milk and Honey, I legally can't tell you what I think until we flip this coin. <laughs> yeah, so let's go ahead and flip this coin. I legally, legally am not allowed to express my opinions until we flip the coin. Um, and that's because we're not just your normal average people with opinions. I'm Connor Hughes. And I'm Graham Ganahl. And this is Cell Swords, where we fly... Oh, the cat is on the desk knocking things over. Where we flip, co where we, we, I, oh, I'm so nervous. Where we, well, where we take sides at the flip of a coin. I'll be right back. This is on the desk. <laughs> <laughs> Just say the lunatic. It's the same song. Cat is a lunatic. Come here. Well, I didn't, uh, I didn't. Uh. Where's the coin? <laughs> I don't know. You had it. I've got the coin. Heads will be obviously the classics are the best. Um, and poetry has really just gone downhill since the classics. Obviously, anyone with a grain of sense would know that. And tails would be the other thing. Why don't you call it in the air? <laughs> you know what? I'm going to go ahead and say it's tails. It's tails. Okay. Hey, <laughs> you get to tell me why, uh... Why milk and honey is better than the classics. <laughs> Graham just got a visual expression just like washed over his face of of, of relief. Uh, but basically, it's because like, this is going to sound Here's cliche, why you're but... wrong. <laughs> sorry. I, sorry, keep talking and I'll, I'll say uh, that again at the appropriate this, time. This is going to be more of a cliche, but what what is art? Here's why you're wrong. Ah, I jumped the gun once more. All right. <laughs> <laughs> one more time uh well what what is art we have to define art first uh so let's go ahead and say uh as a general description art is a snapshot art is a capture of beauty in some medium in some form art is a capture of beauty that's is why it? photographs can be art is it that's just why beauty? ballet is art that's why 
that's why writing a bowl of lucky charms actual art or <laughs> a bowl of lucky charms wouldn't necessarily I'm, be called aesthetic are you telling me that Fyodor Dostoevsky's Crime and Punishment captures beauty because I see very little beauty in that book. Well, see, that that's also the thing. Begins is, with an axe murder, ends with a dude going to Siberia. Is the absence of beauty can also be art. So right now, what we've got is that anything with beauty in it can be art, and and anything without beauty no, in it can be art. Anything particularly this with piece the of toast. Absent uh, or the absence of this beauty pencil eraser, focusing on the absence, the aglet of, of my shoelace. He doesn't just axe murder someone and then that's it. That's not the story. No, there's this whole turmoil. There's this whole. There's everything after. There's it, it's dealing with beauty by beauty not being there. Does that make any sense? Here's why you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> There are a lot of different things that can be art, sure. Uh, art is the physical um, manifestation of the human being's desire to express things that are um, beyond the scope of, uh, of typical daily activities that, that draw them to do more than just their work, but rather to create um and to share their creations with others. Um, but that's not really what we're talking about. What we're talking about is, are the classics better or are they not better? And um, you know what? I, I don't want to seem like, I don't want to seem narrow-minded here. Because there's a lot of new poetry that's being written that's really good. Um, I found, on my on my time writing uh, online, I found... Uh, I, I mean, a number of other authors who they do really good work, uh, and it's in a variety of genres. Um, some some of it's free verse, some of it's uh, rhymed, unrhymed, some classic sonnets even. But there are consistent themes that we can use to pick out what's good and bad. Yeah, I, I'll agree with that. Nope, <laughs> you lose. <laughs> 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 okay, I'm gonna go ahead and not say anything. <laughs> this is this entire episode is gonna be nothing but a losing battle. Uh, of course that. it is, because um, I'm right. But I will say, I will say, uh, classics are boring. Okay, continue. Your classics point. are not boring. Have you read anything by Edgar Allan Poe, Richard yeah. Kipling, Elizabeth I, Barrett Browning? N not all classics what are boring. What was he doing, the great god Pan, when he looked at Rupi Kaur and said, Who is this? <laughs> Why does this person get to write poetry and sell it for money? <laughs> That's how the poem goes. <laughs> That's the classic poem. It was very precognizant. Pre Actually, as much as I like to rail about milk and honey... I, Which um, he likes to do frequently. Yes, uh, as much as I like Let's to just rail go ahead and, about uh, R.H. Sin or any any push other away that entire demographic of, of people the, of the of the popular poets. Um, you know who's a good modern poet? Leonard Cohen. I wouldn't necessarily call him modern. Pretty modern. Uh, I mean, he 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 died what last year? Pretty modern. Yeah, but most of his work is associated with. Uh, like, say the fifties or sixties, the older, older times, fifties, but pretty old, I, I guess. Okay, sure. But his his book of longing, I would say, is is like a good example of. When I think about the classics, I'm talking about like John Milton, 
you know, um, Beowulf, uh, Edgar (laughs) Allan Poe, um, speaking of Robert Frost, I've never read Beowulf all the way through. Well, see, that's the interesting thing about Beowulf. There are a lot of different versions. Uh, I would, I would highly recommend getting one that, uh, is written, you know, lined rhythmically rather than just kind of the text of it. Let me rephrase that because now that I'm thinking about it, I've never even cracked open any any version of Beowulf. I think I spark noted it for a class in high school. Uh, would you like um, to hear some of it now? Yeah, of course, you've got it off the top of your head. Oh, say, have you heard of the Spearane's Dominion? How shield chiefing ref from his foes their mead benches. That was a good king, that lord of the whale road. Oh, it's been a while. Hrothgar, ah, Hrothgar, the son of his grandson, was likewise a great giver of rings. He made him a mead hall, which he hight Herot, which meaneth the heart's house. Here there was joy, here the song of the gleeman, till a monster named Grendel, who came in the night watch uh, over the mists through the wake and the billows, uh, took 30 thanes and devoured them, exulting. Now here's where it, it gets interesting. For 12 years thereafter, the great hall stood idle. So long in the land raged the merciless monster. So long did the heart of the king ache with anguish, till Beowulf, thane of the Geats, heard of Grendel, and straight on the swan road with thirty companions, embarked in a foamy neck floater, a seawood which flew like a fowl for a day on the billows, till it came to the shoreboard languish, good Hrothgar. Basically what I'm saying is, eat your heart out, Rupi Kaur! <laughs> I I it actually need to emphasize to the audience not that stack up not that my word would have any weight but he straight up did that off the top of my head he looked at me in the eyes oh he doesn't have any screens or anything open he just like straight up said that I was, care about classic poetry I'm I'm offended that we have this question because <laughs> it hits too close to home if the coin had flipped the other way I don't know what I would do I would probably just straight up turn into a a, 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 a psychotic person. <laughs> what you're doing right now. <laughs> a little bit, in a sense, like like I'm slightly, yes, doing a little a, a little bit right now. I haven't okay, talked about Turbotein in like 10 minutes. Do you understand? <laughs> this is the most serious I've ever been on this show. Uh, so speaking of which, earlier today, Graham almost mistook Speed Racer for Turbotain. He was I, talking about Speed Racer. All right, and now. he was about to say Speed Racer yes. out of his mouth. Then he said Turbo, and then stopped himself. He said <laughs> Speed Racer. And I was like, so... I, I think and Connor said, I think he is going a little crazy. And Connor said, did you almost say Turbotain? And after about a five-second pause, I very quietly said, yes, I almost just said Turbotain. But here's the thing. You start talking about Turbotine a little bit, and it's completely pervasive. It gets into everything you say. I'm sorry. A great giver of rings. He made him a meat hall, which he hight Herot, which meaneth the heart's house. What is anyone doing? I feel like nobody should be writing poetry. Beowulf has been written. It's done. It's over. Fin. Terminado. It's everything that ever needed to be written has been written. It's it's good. We're good. We have it. It's done. Uh, so I suppose we shouldn't write any more music. Absolutely anything. not. Are nope. you kidding me? No more music. Everyone None. burn your pianos. None whatsoever. The DuckTales burn. theme is written. It's done. As, as soon as that was written, music was over. I'll allow Hamilton. <laughs> Hamilton was pretty good. Hamilton and the DuckTales theme. And that only gets a pass because Lin-Manuel Miranda is in the new DuckTales. 
I'm sorry. What were you, you saying about your? There. Uh, what, what were you saying about your stupid theory that <laughs> <laughs> that poetry, uh, that quality in poetry doesn't matter? <laughs> I'm gonna take a long sip from this Mountain Dew while you attempt to justify anything that you've said. Actually, I need to do that too. Let's get it all up in there. The yeah, mic. I just saw you um, drinking your Mountain Dew into the microphone, and you're not an ASM artist. That's gonna be edited out. Yeah, I, here's the thing. I kind of knew it would be edited out, so I kind of did it anyway. I was thinking, oh, I need to do it away from the mic. I was like, oh, wait, no, let's yeah, not yeah. It out. Make more work for the guy who, who has a linguistics test in the morning at nine. Oh, I didn't know that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Are you going to recite Beowulf? Of course I'm going to recite Beowulf. <laughs> You'll get passing grades because you can actually pronounce half of that stuff. Uh, <laughs> but hey, how do you follow that up? Um... Basically, how do you compare a Renaissance painting to even something like Dolly? Uh, I I I know painting better than I know poetry. I assume you mean Salvador Dolly, and not Dolly the sheep who was famously cloned. <laughs> yes, I mean because it would be a little. I'm just saying it would be harder to compare a Renaissance painting to Dolly the sheep. Although you could argue that it is also difficult to make copies of a Renaissance painting, although people frequently try. Wow, you, you you made that fit surprisingly well. My similes uh, are off the chain, yo, and it's why my poetry's so good. <laughs> uh, Remember when Edgar Allan Poe famously said, my similes are off the chain, yo? Uh, on the topic of Salvador Dali, he did something with Disney. Um, yeah, he melted all their clocks. They were super annoyed. <laughs> no, it, th- there was a thing that was never published. Oh, do you published. mean he did something with Walt Disney? Maybe yeah. to his mustache? I can Des- see that. No, no, Destino. Destino was a That's project. That's song that came out. Destino. This is such a rabbit trail, and I will okay. get back to my point. No, please. But I just remembered it. Destino was never actually produced. Um, it was Salvador Dali and Walt Disney made this thing, and it's super weird. What is it's it? It's super trippy. It's it's an animation. They released Fantasia, so how how trippy is it? Uh, it's it's pretty trippy. Go ahead and watch it for Destino, huh? For yeah, for those listening at home, go ahead and watch it because it's, it's super good. Do you have that in um, your animation class or something? Uh, n- yeah, actually, uh, cool. it was an animation and two D design. Uh, it was fascinating work. Uh, sounds interesting. But like, how do you? How do you? Heck, let's talk about animation. Okay, how sure. do you? How do you compare? different I know animation what styles sorry i just i know quotes. what you're going to say i know what you're going to say how can anything be as good as shrek and my answer to that i wasn't gonna go shrek, my answer okay. to that is that it can't and we just have to set that aside and we have to say look this is one level and everything shrek else has is been down made. here animation's done animation's done nobody make anything there's else. nothing but yeah uh we, we can do this we can do this uh ducktales has been written and honestly the thing is done. turbo teen was made long before shrek so uh, I only allow Shrek because it, it was a foray into the world of 3D animation. <laughs> uh, I never Ducktales never needed to be a show, just a theme song. Yeah, honestly, it really did. It, it was, oh, it was it was just that good. Greatest theme song of all time. But like, how how do you compare two vastly different styles in the same medium? It's very hard to. It's very difficult to compare the the qualities of even Edgar Allan Poe's The Raven because I don't know anything else by Edgar <laughs> Allan Poe. Oh wait, he did like uh Pendulum in the Pit. 
That was a weird one. Yeah, the um, pendulum in the pit, famously by Edgar Allan Poe. <laughs> okay, the pit and the pendulum. <laughs> I, th- I think I got those mixed up. Um, <laughs> well, it swings both ways. <laughs> uh, and something like something like Beowulf uh, versus that, like both of them are super good. How do you compare the two? Oh, would you actually like to know how I compare the two? Would you actually uh, right now like to gonna, ask yeah. the English major how he compares the two? <laughs> of course, you know how you're <laughs> of course I have an two. answer. I don't think you uh, want me to answer. Just go ahead and no, make your I point. I don't want you to answer. But my point is that it's, it's such a broad spectrum that just because something isn't like something else doesn't mean it cannot stand on its own merit. But what if it just independently can't stand on its own merit? What if it's just so bad that no matter what style it is, it's just it's just terrible? Can we agree that there's there are some things that are just terrible? I have tried to do art before, yes, so I know what you're talking about. I've I've tried to draw things. Uh didn't go well. My art is terrible, objectively terrible. If I were being paid money for it, I would be offended. I would take the money. You always take the money. I would be offended. <laughs> if uh, my my art style is like XKCD without any of the humor or wit, or even straight lines, of some or fun. even straight lines. It's <laughs> exactly what it is. I, I don't tout myself as the as the savior of of modern art. Um, I hate to keep harping on the same bad poet, but, uh, so I won't, um, I'll go to R.H. Sin. Um, just, uh, uh, you just have, and it's the same case with a lot of, of music that comes out. Not all music that comes out. I'm not going to rag on pop music as a genre. Some of it's very good. Um, and a lot of people would hate to hear that as much as they would hate to hear that a lot of it is bad. But the, the problem with trying to um, subjectify uh, quality in art is that you take away the incentive for anyone to make good art. Um, there are, you always have to have some delineation and what, what that is has, has changed over the years. Um, it, it has changed. Uh, it used to be that any kind of abstraction was frowned upon. Um, I mean, you look at kind of the life and work of Picasso you're nodding. Yes, um, yes. Sorry. Sorry. I was, uh, I've honestly never th- thought about that. Of Picasso? About, no, no, not of, of course it's not about <laughs> Picasso. Um, uh, yeah, but, uh, I'm, I'm in arts. I'm in the arts and I never thought about making it subjective would le- make no one have any incentive. Yeah. To make good art. Uh, it's fascinating. you had to think about it because look at Picasso, right? Um, er, the beginning of his life, uh, amazing artist end of his life also amazing artist but why it was because of his ability and because of his transformative work on on visual art as a medium i mean he invented uh, basically invented collage and and some other genres um was kind of the father of abstract art in many senses did his work go from being good to being bad no um but the reason for that is because there was always something behind it that took thought and consideration. You could always see that it was masterful, no matter what type of art he was making, whether it was fine art in the beginning of his life, or whether it was kind of the abstract, bizarre things that he was most known for. If you don't have enough mastery of the medium of poetry to emulate the classics, 
then you don't have the right to call yourself a good poet by making something that takes a lot less effort. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and admit defeat. I think I admitted defeat like uh, at the beginning. Remember when the coin landed um, on tails? Remember when that happened? Yeah, I do. Remember you, that moment? You know what? It, but I get... Sorry, I've been rather quiet because I'm just fascinated listening <laughs> to you talk about uh, art and all that stuff. It's, just, it's super fascinating to me. I'll admit, when I sit uh, like this in my chair, I have a very resonant baritone. It's very pleasing to listen to, especially when I'm talking about Picasso. <laughs> let's, uh, <laughs> let's go to the Dictionary of Dreams. You know that we never oh. have the answers. It's always in the dictionary. Yeah, yeah. Let's go ahead let's and see pull if we can that find out. Uh, poetry or art. Oh, let's go ahead and search for poetry first. Um, I'm doing that in my head right now. <laughs> and it comes after O, but that's because of the memes of where like you'd have the alphabet, but where O and P lied, there'd be like a character from a video game that was horribly overpowered or something. It, oh. it's, it was a stupid OP. meme format, and I cannot yeah. believe I'm actually trying wait, to explain. Wait, what if the alphabet it? went like this? I've got an idea for the alphabet. This could be revolutionary. <clears throat> A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, one punch! <laughs> you got okay. it? Uh, no, almost. Okay, does it not it? look like poetry is in here? What about art? So art is going to be way at the beginning. Let me go ahead and uh, apron arrow art gallery. Oh yeah, let's go art er, gallery. Art Wait, gallery. Let, me, okay. let me set the mood. To visit an art gallery portends unfortunate unions in domestic circles. You will struggle to put forth an appearance of happiness, but will secretly care for other associations. I don't think I have a note there. I keep thinking I've got a note there, and I don't have a... <laughs> I don't know how it's possible to get other notes from a recorder. It makes no it's, sense. Uh, you should be able to press what you get, right? You'd think that? I just noticed some of these holes on this recorder are not drilled all the way through, so that could be a, that could be a thing. <laughs> could be a factor. Could be a small part of why, of why that is. <laughs> uh... Let's take it to the people. Listen, um, that's that's just what we think about art and uh, and its merits and and whether you can have good poetry and bad poetry and what the what how much the classics mean and and whether or not I can recite a fair portion of Beowulf. Um, and you know what? We even got Turbotine in there a little bit. So if you wanna hear us do all that again, why don't you send an email to sellswordspodcast at gmail dot com or Picasso us a tweet at sellswords show. Once again, that address is Adventures in Odyssey, Colorado Springs, Colorado, 80995. Or in Canada, write to Box 9800, Vancouver, BC, B6B4G3. And when you write, don't forget to ask how you can get a copy of today's episode. It's called Cell Swords Episode 20. And Adventures in Odyssey is a presentation of Focus on the Family. How do you know this? Cell Swords just... is not and is not affiliated in any way with Adventures in Odyssey. Please disregard everything I just said about addresses. <laughs> How do you just know that off the top Today's of Today's episode head? was written and directed by Connor Hughes and Graham Ganahl. Our sound editor was Graham, Graham Ganahl. And everything else was pretty much done by Connor Hughes and Graham Ganahl. 
Our question asker was that one person who asked that question. And I'm Chris, hoping you'll join us again next time for more Adventures in Odyssey. You forgot to say Kenny. Oh, yes. You and Kenny... <laughs> Dang it. Dang it. I forgot to mention the, the only person who is going to get that reference that I just did. And thanks to Kenny Childers for doing our uh, our opening monologue. Kill, kill, killed it. Killing yeah, kill, it. Once again. Once always again. kill, always killing it. Killing it like Krillin. Does Krillin. I don't know much about Krillin. I don't really either. I've never seen Dragon Ball. Is um, Dragon Ball a masterpiece bum, of art? Bum, bum, bum. That is the question. I I don't know. Bum, 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 bum. And hey, why don't you leave us a rating on iTunes? Preferably like a five or six star rating. But you know what? Do whatever's in your heart. Put into the plate whatever you feel led to. And hey, if you liked our podcast, go ahead and tell a friend. Word of mouth is the best way we can get out there. L- maybe even mouth to mouth. I don't know. Try it out. <laughs> Resuscitate somebody by speaking uh, lines from our show. Uh, which would pretty much be just Beowulf. Sellsword's not responsible for accidental deaths or lawsuits <laughs> resulting from trying to give mouth to mouth by quoting lines from a podcast. <laughs> uh, I'm Cunning Hughes. And I'm Graham Ganahl. This has been Sellswords. Thanks for listening. Be the slug you want to see in the world. Catch you on the flip side. <laughs> we'll be flip-flopping here next week okay. with a new fresh episode of... <laughs> Celsor. Our catchphrase gets longer all the time. Somebody give me an apple. DJ Cool Jesse J. Ah. <laughs>